1: name is Sandra Hancock and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to our program now today's message is part two from last week true worship now last week we talked about Mary and we talked about Martha and how they both worship the Lord and I think sometimes Martha's got a bad route because you know what people like to eat we got to do what, what we need to do but yet we need to put Jesus first because balance brings blessings. Be blessed by this message. So during this time, she's preparing this meal. So she finally took all she could take. She goes in there, okay Jesus, do you not care that she's not helping me cook this meal? Tell her to help me. She tried to manipulate Jesus and you don't manipulate Jesus. See, there's a lot of people still trying to manipulate Jesus. Jesus, I'll do this for you if you'll do this for me. Hey, I'll serve you if you'll do this for me. If you'll do for this for me one more time, I'll serve you. We try to manipulate God. So Jesus really didn't have a problem with people working. Because when you look at the virtuous woman and Proverbs 31, she wears me out. Y'all think she's all holy, and she is. But up at the crack of dawn, cooking breakfast for everybody, running the wrong business. But I'm sure she spent time with Jesus first. And that's the most important thing that you can do. So we really don't see, Jesus said, Martha has picked the best. I mean, Mary has picked the best. So we don't really know how Martha responded but I can tell you when Lazarus died we can probably see her attitude y'all remember that story when Lazarus became ill and they sent for Jesus but he didn't come right away and they were walking those floors where's Jesus and I'm sure Mary was thinking about the time that she was at Jesus feet and Martha was thinking about those biscuits that she had cooked And Jesus didn't show up. And Lazarus passed away. And when Jesus finally came, Mary said, he's gone. He passed away. And Martha said, and yes, he stinks by now. But see, he was led, Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit. He knew if he showed up early, he would be killed and the time was not right. How we could save a lot of trouble if we would follow the Holy Spirit and listen to his voice? and his timing instead of our timing. So they both worshiped the Lord. They had hospitality. Mary wanted to make sure that her guest was taken care of. They felt comfortable. Whereas Martha wanted to make sure they were fed and all the details. And I want to ask you, what kind of hospitality do you give Jesus are you more like a, a Martha? Do you know you can work for Jesus and not spend time with him? The sermons that we preach, the words that we sing, the church that we go to does not replace our time with Jesus. See, so many people will think, well, I'm going to go listen to what this latest prophet said, and that's okay, and that's good. Or I'm going to go listen to what this preacher is saying, and that's good because y'all are watching this show. But it doesn't replace your time with Jesus. You need to be listening to what the Holy Spirit's telling you because so many times we're swayed by what the latest prophet's telling us. Instead of what the Lord is telling us to do. And there are people today, they go from place to place to hear the word that they want to hear. Itching ears. So we've got to be listening to the voice of the Lord. And then, there again, if we were all like Mary's, we wouldn't get anything done if we stayed in the prayer closet 24 hours a day. I mean, churches have got to be cleaned, sermons have got to be preached, songs have got to be sung. And sometimes we need to put some feet to the prayers that we're praying. See, the Bible says you're to be doers of the word and not hearers only. And there's a lot of hearers. And what happens is we get bored very quick when we're full. We're saying, well, they're not preaching. That is such a shallow message on Mary and Martha. Well, you need to do something with the word that you hear. Because when you do something with the word that you're hearing, you empty yourself out. But see, we're now, we're all about us. My right, my need, what I want. The world tells us it's all about us. When it's not about us, it's about him. It's about serving others. It's about giving our time to him. (laughs) Emptying ourselves. And when we empty ourselves, you can receive the word. A new word, a new revelation of what the Lord wants you to to hear. So we need both because we got to put feet to our faith. So we need a combination of Mary and we need a combination of Martha to get the job done. But first of all, we got to spend time with him. We got to spend time with him because he will speak to all of us. And people will say, well, he don't speak to me. He does. You just need to listen. He'll speak to you through the word. He'll speak to you through the still, small voice. But you won't know if you're always moving and you're always working and you don't ever slow down. And I'm preaching to me too. But he wants to use all of us for his glory. But most of all, we don't need to give God our leftovers. He deserves our best. Now, we're going to go on to another. Are y'all learning anything? We're having fun, aren't we? I'm having a good time anyway. Isaiah 58, 5 through 8. Is it a fast that I have chosen, a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head like bulrush and to spread out sackcloth and ashes. Would you call this a fast and acceptable day to the Lord? Is this not the fast that I have chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out? When you see the naked that you cover him, and not hide yourself from your own flesh. Then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily and your righteousness shall go before you and the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Now in this particular scripture, God was upset with the people because they knew how to fast. It had become a religious ritual They knew how to put the ashes. They knew how to mourn. But on top of all that, they were ugly to people. They were not taking care of their workers. Not good to their family. They were not helping anybody. But they thought this was okay. And God said, "Uh uh-uh, that's not what I'm looking for. And we need to fast in the body of Christ. But I can tell you now, there are people that are fasting for revival. Oh, we're praying for revival, but they got so much hate in their heart and anger and bitterness and unforgiveness. You might as well eat a cheeseburger. (laughs) Some of y'all are saying, well, that sounds pretty good to me. Well, that's true. People praying for revival and they hate the people that they're sitting on the pew with not talking to family and friends and having unforgiveness and bitterness and judgmental spirit and pointing our fingers at everybody, but Lord, let's pray for revival. I believe the Lord's gonna heal this land when we as Christians, forget the world, but when we as Christians can come together in unity and say, Amen. it's all about you, Jesus. It's not about us, it's about you, Jesus being together in one mind in one accord and I believe that's what he's doing in these last days because we had an awakening but I believe what happened is that we took our eyes off of Jesus we started pointing our finger see there's a lot of people you know go back to Martha again at least she went to Jesus with her problem most people today is going to go to social media let me tell you what's on my mind And some of y'all are asking people for advice that don't have a clue of what they're doing with their own life. Tell me what I need to do. They don't have have a clue what they're doing. Go to Jesus. But let's, let's say, Lord, let us come together. Because see... That, that verse can apply to us. The righteousness goes before us because see, Jesus makes us right by the blood of Jesus. When we're pointing fingers at everybody else, and I know a lot of us was probably brought up in denominations where we were taught to judge from day one by what you wear, what you got on your face, what you got on your body, and we're taught to judge. But righteous, we're made right by the blood of Jesus. We're all going to mess up Some of you that is watching this show, you think, "Well, I have blown it." Hey, we all have, but that's what the blood of Jesus is all about, and He wants to save you and say, "Come back home." Some of you maybe were brought up like that, and you know religion, and you know people that they fought and fight, but when they sit on the church pew, but you know what they were doing behind the scenes. But I'm telling you, that's not God. The church sometimes has a bad PR department, and that's some Christians. But that's not Jesus. Jesus is love. Jesus loves you. Your healing will come forth speedily. You know, if you would get rid of some of that bitterness, that person that you won't forgive is so over you. They hadn't thought about you in years, but you're in bondage to them. Because you know how you're in bondage. You think about it all the time and what they did to you. And if you've ever been hurt, you know. And some of you got some deep soul wounds that need to be healed. But if you would learn to forgive and say, forgiveness does not mean that what they did was right. Forgiveness is saying, Lord, I just give it to you. Take away the pain. Take away the hurt. Just give me a peace about this. The Lord will fight our battle so many times if we'll just let him fight it. And keep our mouth shut. That's a hard thing to do with big mouth people like me. I may say you better be glad I'm filled with the Holy Ghost and on fire because you used to I'd have slapped you in the face. But I refuse. In Jesus' name. <laughs> I always throw in, bless her heart. She needs Jesus. Bless her heart. And we make it all right, don't we? But our healing will come forth when we forgive. And then the glory of the Lord will be our rear guard. Do y'all want the glory of the Lord to be your rear guard? Hey, I want when I walk in a room, people will say there's sunshine because there's something different about all of us. We don't want to walk in a room and be gloom and doom and despair and agony on me. That's what the world is. They want to see the glory. And when all of us come together with our little glory together, guess what? The place is filled with his presence. See, that's what the world's looking for. They're not looking for entertainment. Hey, if they were looking for entertainment, they could go anywhere. They're looking for a true experience with God that only the presence of the Lord can bring. Because there's too many people on church pews that are bound. But put a smile on their face because I'm going to church when the Lord wants you to be free. But when you get in this atmosphere of the glory of the Lord, miracle signs and wonders take place, even in your den. Hey, you can worship the Lord right where you are and bring us glory. I had a lady that called me that said that she took communion and she just felt the glory of the Lord at, on our show. While I was taking communion. The glory of the Lord filled the play, her room, and she was healed. So there's no distance to Jesus. He's everywhere. His Holy Spirit's everywhere. One more example is let's not give him our leftovers. He needs our best. All right, let's go now to Malachi 1, 7 through 9. You offer defiled food on my altar, but say, in what way have we defiled you? By saying the table of the Lord is contemptible. And when you offer the blind as a sacrifice, is it not evil? And when you offer the lame and the sick, is it not evil? Offer it then to your governor, whom he be, would he be pleased with you? Would he accept you as favorable, says the Lord of hosts? But now entreat God's favor, That he may be gracious to us, while this is being done by your hands, will he accept you favorably? Says the Lord of Hosts. In this particular scripture, the temple had been had been built back, and the priests were allowing the people to bring defective animals to be sacrificed, where the law of God says bring the best. So they were bringing blind animals, lame animals, stolen animals. To sacrifice to the Lord and the Lord said you think your governor would like these gifts but you know how many times do we do the same thing when we give God our leftovers instead of our best and it's not just money because you can tell what's in a person's heart though by the way they spend their money because we know we all got bills to pay, and a lot of mine goes to the grocery store, and it's going to get higher and higher, and food's high, and we got to eat. But there's a lot of people, they get anything else they want in life, and then if anything's left, they give it to God. He deserves our best. Not only that, our best time. Don't give him your worst time, give him your best time. Now, how many of y'all are leapers? You get out of bed, you're a morning person. How many of y'all are creepers? You don't get going until about the afternoon. Some of y'all need the one. I'm more of a laborer. I get up, I have my quiet time in the morning. But whatever's your best, give it to the Lord. You know, give it your best. Don't just before you go to bed and you say, "Ooh, I forgot to pray today. And you're out. Give him your best. Same thing with your talent. Give your best to the Lord. You know, when I prepare, I study. And all of you in ministry, you study. And the Lord speaks to you. But give him your best and not your leftovers. Because, you know, he's not expecting us to be somebody else. He's not expecting me to be a Joyce Meyer or anybody. He's expecting me to be me, but to do the best of what I've got. And I can tell you, when you do the best of what you do have, he will bless it and honor it. Yeah. He will open doors that only he can open. And people will be left there scratching their head like Doug and I. How did this happen? <laughs> Why? Well, we're being faithful. Right here, here in Laurel, Mississippi, just being faithful to do what the Lord called us to do. So give God your best, and not your leftovers. Now we're gonna one more example. It's gonna be perfect worship, and then we're gonna give the Lord some perfect worship today. And this is Mary. John twelve three. Then Mary took a pound of very costly oils of spikenard, anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. Now in this particular scripture, this was after Lazarus had been raised from the dead. This was six days before the Passover and Jesus was a guest in their home again. So Mary went and bought this expensive perfume that was worth a whole year's salary. There again, I was, you know, you just raised something, you say, where'd she get her money? Where'd she get her money? We don't know. It don't matter. It was her best. May have been her life savings. But if you do a little study of this spikenard, it was actually uh, extracted from a grass. Uh, it was in India. And then what would happen is once they extracted this oil, it was solidified into this nard or this uh, kind of a lard type thing. Now, there was some generic brands like what we would call it today, but that's not what Mary used so when Jesus came into her, their house, she opened that fragrance and she poured that oil on his feet. She took her hair down, which in those days, your hair, your glory, which was an act of humility. And I'm sure the people in the room who was all sitting in the, on the chairs and the recliners or whatever, was saying, why is she anointing Jesus' feet? You know, this was used for royalty to anoint kings and royalty. Why is she at the feet of Jesus putting it on his feet? But she knew those feet were used to spread the gospel. She knew what Jesus had done for her. She knew what the price was, but she wasn't about to give Jesus Christ anything but her best because what she was doing is she was anointing his body for burial. And oh, Judas over there that would just pay for children, take care of hungry children. He didn't care about hungry children. But she humbled herself. And this was the best form of worship that she could ever do. So I believe this is the day in the body of Christ that we need to get humility back. I've never seen so many experts in my life. Have y'all? Lord Lordy mercy and then we think we're right about everything and I figured out we, none of us know anything that people want to argue tell them their side of the story and I think what happened is we all took our eyes off of Jesus so we need to humble ourselves before the Lord and say Lord forgive us when we have taken our eyes off of you Forgive us when we've let anger come in and things that are taking place in the world take our eyes off of you. But Jesus, we thank you for all you've done for us. Has Jesus been good to you? Has Jesus been good to you? We were talking in prayer the other night about how so many places people are not allowed to worship right now. How many people are losing their lives just going to church when we have the right to worship? How dare us not give God our best? Enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise and bless his name for not what we can get out of him but for who he is the King of kings and Lord of lords and God of gods. I encourage you, if you're watching this program, turn you on some praise and worship music and get in the presence of the Lord. Humble yourself before him. Ask for forgiveness. That's that's something that we don't tell people to. We tell them to accept Jesus, but don't even forget. Don't worry about forgiveness of your sins but He paid the price. True worship, giving Him your best and not your leftovers. Do y'all receive this word. I pray this message blessed you and that you've got your mind made up, that you're going to focus on Jesus. I think last year or maybe this year, we've been so distracted and we've let fear come into our heart and our lives. Fear of, you know, pandemic fear of everything that's taken place and it rattles our faith. And many of you that are watching, I really feel led that you are facing anxiety and depression because of this fear. And this is the day for you to be freed from that because it is debilitating. That spirit of fear is crippling your life. And Jesus does not want you to be bound by that spirit of fear anymore. Some of you, it's time to live your life again. You've been existing for the past year. You've been existing for the last month. But Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. And you can't live that abundant life if you are bound by fear. So determine you're going to give your heart to the Lord. You're going to get focused on him. You're going to give him your perfect worship. We're going to humble ourselves before him and repent for taking our eyes off of him. And let us worship the one and only God, Jesus Christ. Now, if you're watching this program and you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, that is worship there. You, this is your day. Maybe the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. You know religion, but you don't know Jesus. And especially during the time that the churches were closed, now you don't even want to go back. And you keep using COVID as an excuse or anything else as, as an excuse. And right now you feel, you don't even feel Jesus anymore. If that's you, just say this prayer after me. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Jesus, I believe you died on the cross just for me, and you rose again on the third day. Come into my heart and come into my life, and from this day forth, I'm going to live for you. If that's you, congratulations. Find you a good Bible-believing church. They're opening up now. Go be a part. Give Jesus your perfect worship. Why? Because he is the one and only God. And he loves you so much. If you're watching this program and you need special prayer, I feel really led that some of you are watching are facing depression and anxiety. And you're afraid to tell other people because you're afraid. You're a Christian, maybe. And you're afraid to tell other people because we're taught we're supposed to have joy all the time. If that's you or you need a healing or a miracle in your life, we do have a 1-800 number. Just pick up the phone and call us. Uh, We'll call you right back. If we don't, just leave a message and we will call you back. I can't go off the air without thanking our partners. We sincerely love and appreciate you and we pray for you every day. And if you're watching you know, send us a donation, send us praise reports, send us letters. We love to hear from you. God is doing a mighty work in the land and he wants you to be a part of it. And you can do that by partnering with us. Now, next week, we're going to have a brand new show, a brand new message. Don't you dare miss it. But until then, this is Sandra Hancock with Voice of Hope. And remember, your hope is in Jesus. My name is Sandra Hancock, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to our broadcast. Many of you that are watching this broadcast, you feel like you're at the end of your rope. You've got some impossible situations, but I got some good news. You have hope in Jesus because we still serve a supernatural miracle working God of now. I also would like to invite you to come out and join us in one of our powerful conferences in a city near you. It would make our day to have you as our guest. If you think our broadcast is powerful, wait and come and experience the presence of the Lord. You'll love it. Also, I want to thank our partners. We sincerely love and appreciate you, and we thank you for helping us spread Jesus to a hurting world. God bless you all.
0: New on Curiosity Stream: Squirrels. They're quick, they're quirky, and they go nuts for nuts. From stashing food to fighting snakes, these feisty foragers know how to survive. Don't miss Nuts About Squirrels. And MTV's killing the radio star. Dungeons and Dragons is sweeping the nation, and moms across the country are in a moral uproar. It's Parents Versus Pop Culture on a new episode of That Time When. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit curiositystream.com.